my goodness. Hey, you guys, what's going on? What's going on? Good morning. Mm. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm really, I guess, not really tired, just sluggish. Waking up. First, thanking the Lord for another day. For always making a way. I tell you guys, it's been a week. Um, it's gone by so fast, I didn't publish a post. And also, I'm um, about to make a transition too because I have a SoundCloud account. And I'm striving to download all my message messages or whatever. Uh, first, I thank I thank Anchor for giving me an opportunity to have my podcast. Um, this this November will be four years. It will be four years old. And um, what is it? It's four years old or three years old. Well, we be be going on the fourth year, so we make it three years old. Cause I started in, yeah, I started in two thousand and nineteen. No, I started in two thousand and sixteen. And um, Jesus, I'm gonna have to find out what's my first broadcast, y'all. But I know it's coming up. We about to have a birthday. And I'm just tripping off this news. You know, I really don't watch the news. The news news. I go and watch a lot of international news. And I was just scrolling through it. You know, saying, okay, God, what I need to pray for? What's going on now? And didn't realize these fires, man. Whoa, whoa. I mean, they is like just swooping up. The West Coast, man. I had to check on my friend. Excuse me, my sister in Christ. And she's uh, the apostle for the ministry. But thank God she said, oh, she had moved in July. So that's a blessing. Oh, my God. I was like, it went straight up there to Portland, all the way up to Washington. The fires, that's how bad it is. And now you got on the other side. <laughs> well, so... You have the hurricanes with Sally coming through. And now Sally hit and turned, and now it's going all through Mobile, Alabama. It went through Mississippi. It's like, oh, my goodness, into Florida. It just tore up Pensacola. So, you guys, it's just it's just the beginning. Remember, I'm putting it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. And uh, we have to find it. Find a way to make sure that every person know about Jesus Christ so he can come back and reestablish the earth. But with all that said, I'm just watching um, the news and what's happening. I'm like, oh my gosh. They've been having some serious stuff going on with the vaccine. President Trump again, lying, got caught. And uh, then you got the, um, they're going back and forth, and the CDC has that. 
Oh my God, I'm yawning. I'm still sleeping. But my grandbaby's gonna be here early, so I'm about to get up. It's what? Uh, it's about going on 4 a.m. I'm gonna lay here in a little while. Let y'all watch the news with me. But yeah, start tuning in. I'm gonna put, start putting a link on, on SoundCloud. And, uh, Thank, thank all the sponsors. That's what's a blessing. But it's good for my daughter view. She has she had um went and registered. She started with Anchor because that's how I got with Anchor. But then she went on and did. She started her own podcast, right? Well, it's a recording. And what happened, she she got her own account with Apple, I think, and uploads her messages. And now, oh my goodness, she's taking off. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute, girl, you got to show me how to do all that. And so she had talked to me, you know, and she said, well, Pa, you have a lot of episodes. And I see the money that you're making, but you can make so much more. Um, you have to own your own materials, you know. So that's what I've been doing. I've been, like, recording them on my own. And then upload it to my computer. Well, I've been downloading stuff on my flash drive. Let's put it like that. So that's what I'm going to use. I'm going to utilize SoundCloud, which I have a SoundCloud account. So if y'all want to go ahead over there and subscribe to SoundCloud, you know, post me a review, which will be a blessing. And uh, we're going to transition to SoundCloud in a couple of months. I'll let you all know what y'all can stay up date, you know, so you know when I come out with something, it's going to be awesome. Um, I'm getting these awesome t-shirts together, you guys, so I can bless bless y'all with these t-shirts. And what I'm going to do is telling me I wasn't able to travel like I wanted to. Remember, I was supposed to be traveling here and traveling there. Well, we can still travel. It just would be on the Zoom travel, you know what I'm saying? Virtual. <laughs> you know, we're going to have some fun with it. You know, we're going to have some fun with it. Dr. D, feel good. I feel my strength coming back. And um, I feel good. I, I just appreciate the love and prayers that I was getting. And um, it really, really brought me back to life. You know, woke my spirit man up. Now I'm ready to fight. All right. So thank you. Thank you so much to all you guys that that's tuned in. So here we go on the next episode. We'll let y'all just... Enjoy this crazy news that's happening. Some of you probably heard about it, some not. I know I have a lot of individuals, uh, you guys that's foreign in different countries. I know y'all seeing something totally different, but this is what they report to us. So I know half the stuff probably a lie. <laughs> you know, they only can report what they can, what is allowed. So it's Dr. D. Appreciate you guys. Good morning, good morning. And our holla.
setback for the country's largest school district, why New York City is delaying the start of in-person learning for most students. And the new alert from the Secret Service has over 800,000 more people file for unemployment benefits, scammers stealing some of the money. This is NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. Good evening. Who and what to trust? Increasingly, these are urgent questions tonight as the country nears 200,000 COVID-19 deaths amid a troubling disconnect at the top. Tonight, the day after President Trump publicly contradicted his top health officials about the virus and a vaccine, a former member of the White House Coronavirus Task Force tonight has broken ranks, blasting the president for what she calls a flat-out disregard for human life. Holly Jackson has late details. Truth is, he, the alarm bell sounding tonight from a former Trump official who served on the coronavirus task force, now blasting the president's leadership and endorsing Joe Biden's. It was shocking to see the president saying that the virus was a hoax, saying that everything's okay when we know that it's not. The truth is, he doesn't actually care about anyone else but himself. Until July, Olivia Troy advised Vice President Pence on Homeland Security. I haven't read her comments in any detail, um, but um, it reads to me like one more disgruntled employee uh, who's left the White House uh, and now has decided to play politics during election year. President Trump doubling down today on his pledge a vaccine will be here before we know it, accusing Democrats of being angry about it. The vaccine is way ahead of schedule, and now I'm being criticized on the vaccine because they're petrified that the vaccine comes in, you know, before the election. Do you expect the vaccine to be ready before the election by late October, Halloween it could, time? It could be. Uh, it will be right there. I mean, it's right in that vicinity, either before or just shortly after. That timeline's more aggressive than what health experts like Dr. Anthony Fauci are laying out. We will at least get an answer by the end of this year, December or November, perhaps October. I doubt it, but it could be in November and December, whether we have a safe and effective vaccine. And it comes a day after the president claimed the CDC director was wrong about how long distribution would take. It's gonna take us probably in the order of nine months, uh, six to nine months. We're ready to distribute immediately to a vast section of our country. No matter when a vaccine is released, it'll take some time to get it to most people. But bottom line, the president's asking Americans to trust him over his administration's own scientists. I don't think it's not so. It's about trust in our public health institutions. It's about trust in the recommendations that we're giving. Even as scientists say social distancing, hand washing, and mask wearing will help, President Trump has held rallies with big crowds and few masks with another tonight in Wisconsin, a state today reporting a record number of new COVID cases. The president defending his response and insisting his biggest pandemic problem has been the PR. I think we did a great job with coronavirus, except in public relations. And Hallie joins us now. Hallie, I want to go back to the top of your story. That former official, that would be the first person from the COVID task force who has publicly broken ranks with the administration, correct? Yeah, Lester, and she was involved in those task force meetings. In one, she says the president suggested maybe COVID is a good thing so he doesn't have to shake hands with, quote, disgusting people. The White House says her claims are flat out inaccurate and adds she never expressed any concerns while on the job. Lester. Kelly Jackson at the White House tonight, thanks. And while the president insists a vaccine will arrive soon, the top vaccine makers have a far more cautious timeline. Some are even sharing their trial details for everyone to see. 
as an effort to try to build some public trust here. Let's go to NBC's Tom Costello. Of the three companies leading the vaccine race, Moderna, Pfizer, and AstraZeneca, none expects to have an FDA-approved vaccine by Election Day. Today, Moderna and Pfizer, which are set to receive billions in taxpayer money, became the first to publish the COVID-19 vaccine trial protocols for everyone to see. We care deeply that this vaccine is trusted by the public, by clinicians and nurses around the country, so it is used. It would be, of course, a big waste if we work so hard to get the vaccine to work and people don't trust the safety. Pfizer hopes to have trial results by the end of October. Moderna is expecting its results in November or December. A final analysis could take until March or even May. Meanwhile, AstraZeneca still hasn't explained why its vaccine trials were paused for safety concerns and why they've restarted in the UK but not in the US. The company says it's working with the FDA to facilitate review of the information and the FDA will decide when the US trial can resume. Vaccine expert Peter Hotez says drug company transparency is critical. Is the public confidence in the entire vaccine movement right now on the line? Not only is the public confidence of the vaccines used in Operation Warp Speed on the line, the public confidence in the entire nation's vaccine program is on the line. But tens of thousands have some drug trial volunteers. In London, Robin Powell is still planning to join the AstraZeneca trial, even after the unexplained safety pause. I think the risk to me is relatively small, and the benefit to the estate of man is very great. It's that simple. It's about helping your fellow man. Uh, exactly so, yes. Tonight, the most optimistic timeline suggests some Americans, a very few, could start receiving COVID vaccines late this year. But for most Americans, it will extend well into next summer and even next fall. Wow. Buster? Wow. All right, Tom Costello, thanks. Attorney Jeff. Wow. You should be mad at tech that's unnecessarily complicated. But you're not, because you have E-Trade, which isn't complicated. Their tools... Wow. He's saying one thing. The C... <laughs> He's saying something else. Well, facing some criticism tonight after a comment comparing COVID lockdowns by states to slavery, and in the same speech, Barr attacked prosecutors in his own department. With more on that, here's Pete Williams. In an unusually harsh attack from the boss, the attorney general says career prosecutors can become so determined to bring criminal charges, they stretch the law, going after people, not crimes. He said they need supervision from politically appointed leaders. Individual prosecutors can sometimes become headhunters. It's all too often. They're consumed with taking down their target. Letting the most junior members set the agenda might be a good philosophy for a Montessori preschool, but it is no way to run a federal agency. He didn't mention any specific cases, but he's been criticized for moving to drop the prosecution of former Trump National Security Advisor Michael Flynn and for seeking a lighter sentence for former Trump campaign advisor Roger Stone. Barr says it's wrong to call that interference. What do you mean by interfere? Under the law, all prosecutorial power is vested in the attorney general. But some former prosecutors say Barr isn't even handed when overruling line prosecutors. The principles articulated by the attorney general are appropriate, but he fails miserably in the execution. He continues to weigh in on behalf of friends and allies of the president deeply disturbing and inappropriate. In his speech to a conservative college, Barr also said state pandemic restrictions like stay-at-home orders amount to house arrest. Other than slavery, which was a different kind of restraint, this is the greatest intrusion on civil liberties in American history. 
Despite Barr's rhetoric, the Justice Department has actually gone to court to challenge only a few state COVID restrictions, most of them involving limits on church attendance. Lester? All right, Pete Williams, thanks. One day after Hurricane Sally ripped through the Gulf, killing at least one person, search and rescue efforts continue with two people still missing. NBC Sam Brock is in Pensacola. After Hurricane Sally tore through the Gulf, dumping feet of rain in some areas, hundreds of search and rescue efforts completed so far. The National Guard still canvassing neighborhoods, checking on the most vulnerable, and making sure residents are safe. Overwhelming for everyone, even those on the front lines. Sometimes just letting them know we're going to all be okay. Twisted debris littering the streets. We've been hit really hard. and More collateral damage blanketing the water. What is ordinarily a pristine marina right now is kind of a mangled mess. You have boats down here that were carried hundreds of yards with their docks and scrambled together at the end of this marina. Wow. Some are underneath other boats. And then you got this guy that I'm told has a hole in it. That boat submerged in the Pensacola Bay. Man. Pretty much a fiberglass catastrophe. So it's Todd Whitley's boat is still sitting on top of someone else's. Tied up my boat well enough in case there was a storm that it would hold. And it did hold. I mean, it was still tied up, but the, the marina gave way. And for many here, these boats were also their homes. I've never seen like anything like this, and I mean, I've gone through a couple of hurricanes. Leah Walker has lived in the area since she was born. Is this representative of some of the damage you're seeing throughout the area? Yes, definitely. Some of the biggest trees we've seen uprooted are just snapping out, and so many people have been displaced. In downtown Pensacola, business owners are sweeping up the damage and facing a tough reality. This is gone. Gone. Manuel Rodriguez and his wife Cindy recently moved to Pensacola after closing their business in Washington, D.C. because of the pandemic. We moved here running away from COVID and then we just get hit by the hurricane. So definitely hasn't been an easy year, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's not one easy thing year. after the other. They used their life savings to open the smoothie shop, hoping for a fresh start. But with the hurricane, unfortunately, we have to close and uh, we lost everything. The storm doling out devastation on land and in hearts. Sam Brock, NBC News, Pensacola. In the West, progress, but also more setbacks in the battle against deadly wildfires near Los Angeles. A fire burning for weeks brought new evacuation orders. Let's get more on that from Miguel Almaguer. Just as firefighters were making progress, the Bobcat fire near Los Angeles exploded again overnight. Flames feeding on dry hills and hot temperatures, with crews stretched dangerously thin. New evacuations just triggered. I don't think I've gotten maybe three or four hours of sleep each night. At the center of the firefight, saving Mount Wilson Observatory. The blaze coming within 500 feet of torching this historic landmark. It's still threatening the billion-dollar telecommunication towers, providing broadcasting and cell service to Los Angeles. Hundreds of airdrops helping firefighters who were undermanned and overmatched. This one has the extreme challenge of terrain, very active fire behavior. Time to move the hose line up! Even with 17,000 firefighters on the front lines in California, they're losing ground. We've seen a few fires come and go, but this has been probably the scariest. Just over the last month, 5,400 structures have been destroyed. But the greater toll, the 25 lives lost. Authorities say amid the chaos, 
confusion cost one couple their lives at this fire in Northern California. They had packed their belongings in preparation to evacuate, but later decided not to evacuate based on erroneous information the fire was 51% contained. Tonight, the Golden State engulfed in red. Some of the most dangerous fires are burning deep in the hills where crews have no access. The fire is growing in size and intensity. The question now, will firefighters be able to stop it? Lester? All right, Miguel, you stay safe. Thank you. In 60 Wow. That's a lot, y'all. That's a lot. You see why I don't watch the news? It's a lot. It's... It's emotionally draining. Jesus. System amid the COVID pandemic and unemployment benefits plagued by fraud. How to protect your identity. Back now with a new roadblock to reopening the nation's largest school district. Just days before oh, there's another one about the schools. In-person learning. Officials today delayed it for most students. Stephanie Gosk on the setback now. Yeah. Some students in New York City yeah, children can. Yeah. Yeah. In-person teaching was supposed to begin Monday, but today the head of the principals' union put it in stark terms. It wouldn't be safe. It wouldn't be safe. You knew it wasn't safe in the beginning. Y'all knew it was safe. Y'all let that president buck y'all up. You knew it wasn't safe. Children going to school. Starts are very frustrating, and it's like. What what was happening all summer? I don't know. I'd rather the school be prepared and safe before we bring the kids back. Officials in the nation's largest school district repeatedly calling their efforts to get back to school during a pandemic unprecedented. I think the vast majority of parents appreciate that we're trying to bring back schools for their kids rather than giving up. The mayor says there is a critical staffing shortage, announcing 4,500 new hires to make up for it. There have also been concerns about ventilation in old school buildings and COVID testing protocols. Do you have faith that the doors are going to open on September 29th? I'm not going to lie to you, I do not. I do not. I think we're going to continue to go remote. Megan Jominis is a music teacher in Brooklyn, but this year she has to teach fifth grade. No matter what, teachers and anybody who works with, works with children are going to do what's best for them. So we're just going to keep at it no matter what. Of the top five largest school districts in the country, New York City is the only one planning on having students back in class. But 42% of those students say they'd rather be fully remote, Lester. All right, Stephanie, thanks. Another 860,000 people filed for unemployment last week, a level still five times higher than before the pandemic. And now a new warning, scammers are trying to steal those benefits. Here's Jolene Kent. Getting unemployment in this pandemic has been painful since the start. I've called the line hundreds of times. And there's just no getting through. State agencies already bogged down by the record number of applications and out-of-date computer systems now also plagued by fraud. State officials say taxpayer money meant for those applying for pandemic unemployment assistance, a program created by the CARES Act, is being stolen. We're seeing uh, systematic and sophisticated attempts to commit fraud. In Pennsylvania, 10,000 inmates illegally applied for benefits from behind bars, potentially stealing millions of dollars. What kind of How can that even be possible? Out here? I don't understand. Well, in some cases, we charged inmates 
for making applications from prison, and many of them sadly got that money. Others utilized people on the outside and stolen identities. Often those stolen identities coming from other data breaches. In Colorado, 75% of pandemic unemployment applications were ruled fraudulent over a six-week period this summer. In California, officials suspect fraud is behind a recent surge of more than 100,000 new claims. The U.S. Secret Service tells NBC News it's now launched more than 500 investigations in 40 states and anticipates more arrests. They knew the priority was to get that money or get those funds into the hands of Americans sooner than later. So they just jumped on an opportunity to exploit Americans. According to state officials, pandemic unemployment assistance is a fruitful target because it's specifically for the self-employed or independent contractors, meaning there's no employer to verify an applicant's income. Every dollar taken out by one of these criminals is a dollar less available for a family who are legitimately in need. Experts say it's important to monitor your credit report, and if you think you've been affected, try to get a hold of your state unemployment office. Lester? Jolene Kent, thank you. Up next tonight, the child nearly strangled by a seatbelt, how his mother saved his life. All right, we're back now with that harrowing experience in the family car. A boy getting caught in a seatbelt, unable to breathe. Gabe Gutierrez now in a lesson for every family. It was a freak accident in this mother's back seat that prompted a frantic 911 call. Hi, we need help. We need help right now. Siobhan Shervovich was desperate at this intersection in Bedford, Massachusetts. He just said, Mom, I can't breathe. I'm stuck. Her eight-year-old son, Braden, was trapped. He's right here. She told NBC10 Boston that he was in the back seat of her Acura, tangled in a seatbelt next to him connected to the ceiling. This particular latch that was wrapped around his neck did not have a quick release like a normal seatbelt. The harder he pulled, the tighter it got. He was basically hanging from the ceiling, uncon just unconscious, blue as can be. There was blood coming out from the pressure. That's when Sherbovich stopped at a nearby salon where Elizabeth Costa was working. All I can think about is my four-year-old screaming for me. She brought a pair of scissors and Braden's mother cut him free, reviving him with CPR before he was rushed to a hospital. Police are investigating. Acura says it's looking into it, but that seatbelt entanglement is a potential danger in nearly all vehicles. Authorities say it's a good idea to include scissors in your car's safety kit. Seatbelt cutters are also available for purchase online. I don't want another mom. I don't want another parent to ever see their kid go through that. I don't want anybody to, I want anyone to experience that. One mother's warning of an unexpected danger on the road. Gabe Gutierrez, NBC News. Boy, that story gives you chills. Glad he's okay. Up next, one boy's simple act of kindness for a neighbor in need. Let's lift our spirits with a story about neighbors helping neighbors and one boy who is a cut above the rest. Here's Kevin Tillis. You can be a kid and still teach the world a thing or two. Take 11-year-old Ozzy Padilla. He not only cuts his family's acre lot in Wadsworth, Illinois, he cuts his neighbor's grass, too. I thought it was just the right thing to do. Because the girl next door, Effie Inman, also 11, has been battling leukemia. It's been kind of rough, but we're getting through it. While Effie and her family were away at the hospital, once a week, Ozzy would rumble next door, keeping it neat and tidy. We were just kind of wondering, like, why is he mowing our lawn for us? 
He never wanted or accepted any payments, says Effie's mom, Tina. He has been above and beyond a gift. I don't know what the words would be. So the Inman spread the word, and the Raising Men organization, which encourages kids worldwide to help their neighbors, rewarded him for his kindness with new tools. A weed whacker, a push mower, and a leaf blower. When you're a good neighbor, the grass is always greener. Kevin Tibbles, NBC News, Wadsworth, Illinois. Great job. That is Nightly News. Thank you for watching, everyone. I'm Lester Holt. Please continue to take care of yourself and each other. Good night. Lester. Later, Lester. Hey, NBC News fans. See you later, Lester. <laughs> All right, y'all. Dr. D got to get on up. Well, that's y'all news. I can't believe it's the 18th. somebody was testing nature you see it on the news they were cross-country skiing got caught in the blizzard barely made it out miracle <laughs> that's definitely a white miracle right there you will never hear that announcer say jose and leroy were caught in the blizzard Jose and Leroy know that there's snow on the mountain. That's a message from the Lord. Stay off the mountain. <laughs> White miracle different than a black miracle. Black miracle is more like, and then the judge dropped the charges. <laughs> see the people turning like this or like is he laughing <laughs> darn it martha i can't turn around to see if he's laughing <laughs> they're gonna march he's gonna make a march <laughs> black miracle different than asian miracle and asian miracles more like today i drive to work no one honk at me. <laughs> and that's different than a Latino miracle. A Latino miracle is more like, uh, she's not pregnant. One thing about comedy, like I said earlier, you gotta know the line. I, I perform in the South. The line is different than up here, different than California. Still gotta make them laugh. There's still comedy clubs in the South, like in South Carolina, where on a Friday night is for white folks. Saturday night is for black folks. Wow. Still gotta make them laugh, but you gotta know the line. Especially when the racial tensions are really high. I go to the South, here's the line when I got an all-white audience. Elvis Presley, Lady Di, Dale Earnhardt. That's the line right there. 
You do one Dale Earnhardt joke, you hear banjos go off. <laughs> Black Entertainment Television had me for nine seasons. I was the Mexican on BET. I know the line with my black brothers and sisters. Here's the line. Dr. Martin Luther King, President Obama, and hearing. No black folks very proud of the hearing. They'll let you know. I heard that. They're very proud. <laughs> it's okay, sir. You can laugh at that joke. Go to a big Latino concert, that's my people, I know the line. Hear this for a big Latino concert. The Raiders, Selena, and Jesus, in that order. <laughs> you can talk to the most hardcore gang-banging cholo out there, you say something wrong about the Lord, he'd be like, hey man, that's the Lord. He died for you and me, fool. tell people I come from the San Francisco Bay Area. Who's been to San Francisco? I tell people I'm from San Francisco right away. They go, I go, yep, earthquakes. I think San Francisco is the greatest region on earth for one reason and one reason only. I don't care how big your event is. If you bring it to San Francisco, it will get topped by an everyday occurrence. <laughs> Follow me on this. You could bring a great event to San Francisco, it'll get topped by something very San Francisco. A couple years ago, it was Navy Fleet Week, Saturday afternoon. 400,000 people lined Fisherman's Wharf. I was there two hours early, because at three o'clock sharp, the Navy's Blue Angel was gonna come flying underneath the Golden Gate Bridge and swoop right past Fisherman's Wharf. 400,000 people, three o'clock sharp. I'm there two hours early. But at 2.59, he was six foot eight in high heels. <laughs> Hot pink shorts, a tube top, and a scarf. And he just came strutting by. <laughs> and I was like, oh Lord, what the sh You guys have been a great out here, thank you very much for the night, God bless you. That was a dry ball comedy. You can check that out online on YouTube. It was funny to me. I just shared a little something, something. No, we tell some other little guys on here. I don't know what else going on. I need to go fix some coffee, you guys. I'll holla. Gives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit.
and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Isaiah 53 verse 4 to 5 Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Jeremiah 30 verse 17 But I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14 to 15 If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open, and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. Isaiah 38 verse 16 to 17 You restored me to health, and let me live. Surely, It was for my benefit that I suffered such anguish. In your love, you kept me from the pit of destruction. You have put all my sins behind your back. Isaiah 57 verse 18 to 19. I have seen their ways, but I will heal them. I will guide them and restore comfort to Israel's mourners, creating praise on their lips. Peace, peace to those far and near, says the Lord, and I will heal them. Jeremiah 33 verse 6 Nevertheless, I will bring health and healing to it. I will heal my people and will let them enjoy abundant peace and security. The third book of John, chapter 1, verse 2. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. Philippians 4, verse 19. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Revelations 21 verse 4 He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. Isaiah 33 verse 2 Lord be gracious to us. We long for you. Be our strength every morning, our salvation in time of distress. James chapter 5 verse 6 
Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24 He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Psalms 107 verse 19 to 21 Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Psalm 30 verse 2 Lord my God, I call to you for help and you healed me. Psalms 41 verse 2 to 3 The Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. He does not give them over to the desire of their foes. The Lord sustains them on their sickbed and restores them from their bed of illness. Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 8 Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Isaiah 54 verse 17 No weapon forged against you will prevail and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and this is their vindication from me, declares the Lord. Isaiah 41 verse 10 So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Jeremiah 17 verse 14 Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved. For you are the one I praise. Psalm 103 verse 2 to 5 Praise the Lord my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Isaiah 53 verse 4 to 5 Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, 
stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds we are healed. Jeremiah 30 verse 17 But I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14 to 15 If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. Isaiah 38 verse 16 to 17 You restored me to health and let me live. Surely it was for my benefit that I suffered such anguish. In your love you kept me from the pit of destruction. Yes, Father. You have put all my sins behind your back. Yes. Isaiah 57 verse 18 to 19. I have seen their ways, but I will heal them. Yes. I will guide them and restore comfort to Israel's mourners, creating praise on their lips. Yes. Peace, peace to those far and near, says the Lord, and I will heal them. Yes. So now to Meaning, Happy New Year, the head of the year, a new year we have crossed over, 5781. Hi, I am Daniel Urban. I am a pastor of Redeemed by the Blood Ministries, and many may know me about the D from the Boom Factor radio and TV show. Well, I'm just here just to take part of what's happening in the spirit realm on celebrating the new year. Hallelujah, glory to God. And many may not know of it, and I'm still learning myself, but I can tell you this. Since I've been participating in God's calendar, my mind has been different. A whole paradigm has shifted. I have kingdom insight. I can hear God clearly, even when I make a mistake. That's right. I can still hear him clearly. And so, Rosh Hashanah will just mean the end of the year. And you get together as a family or even with yourself with the Lord and just think about all the blessings throughout the year. Now we already know we in this we have been the most devastating year ever in the natural realm, right? But as long as you still close to God, he showed up for you. And I tell you, God is amazing. And you hear in the background, the shofar is blowing. That is the literal voice of God. It's a sound that resembles in heaven. I have mine over here. I will blow it when I get off. But I just want to take this time out to document, as always, me participating in God's awesome, awesome event. And with that, we have the symbols of apple, honey, wine. They usually have a nice feast. You 
get together, fix a meal, and just go through. Um, it's as if like Thanksgiving. We just thanking God for what He has done for the year. Okay. They take the apple, they dip it in the honey. We bite. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! Never tried it? Try it. Mm -hmm. That's so good. <laughs> now, also, they have three different events that's mixed up with this. I lost my place. What up, you guys? So as we go through this year, it's a time to reflect, it's a time to be thankful, it's a time of renewal, it's a time to reset, it's time to really say, Lord, thank you, okay, thank you, in the midst of everything, I say thank you, I want you to say thank you, in the midst of everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly, just take this time out and say, thank you, Father. Now, we will celebrate all the way up to Sunset Sunday, okay? And then following that, we're going to participate in Yom Kippur, okay? That's the time of atonement, which I believe God's going to have me introduce the dates for the 911 state of an emergency for the black nation. We have to call on the Esthers and the Mordecais to rise up and pray on behalf of the black nation. Yes, we are a tribe. We are a native nation that God has created and the enemy himself have poured out an all-out attack on the black nation. Okay? Um, and I think that's, that's, a, that's about it. You can read more about it. I'll put the links on it. Um, but I'm just sharing the little bit that I've experienced and what I do every year, okay? Um, normally I'll be at a fellowship at a church, but you know we at in the middle of this COVID-19 and it, it is what it is, right? So, with all that said, this short and sweet, Shana Tava Rosh Hashanah.
Nightly News with Lester Holt. Good evening, everyone. We begin with the breaking news as we come on the air. In the West, Supreme Court Associate Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died at the age of 87. Just weeks before the start of the court's fall session and in the shadow she, of a she presidential tried election, now. now just 40... Yeah, Carthage is going to wake up. Carthage is waking up. Honey, don't let them try to put you in their Carthage box. We didn't have a reputation there. Don't try to have one. Listen to me. Spirit of God's doing something. Don't stop it. Tell somebody, don't stop it. Don't shut it down. Now point at that miracle center over there and say, get louder. Now tell somebody next to you, you might be the miracle worker that we need. Well, all of you on the web, you just need to be up and moving and sounding. Throw open a window, open up a door, let it out. Kenny Jackson sang with us from Houston this morning. We talked about how revival would come to her street. Say, revival's coming to my street. See, I don't want, you don't sit around saying, I wonder what terror is going to come all around me. We've had people come here and say, aren't you aware what a target you are? I said, yeah, we're a target. But they don't know that we might explode when they shoot it. <laughs> 